Welcome to Agape Learning Tools Podcast, where I am your host, Janae McKnight. And I'm your co-host, John Boyd. So today we are talking about the effective classroom, what you all have been waiting for. We're going to talk about four topics which would make your classroom effective. They are environment, presentation, instruction, and relationship. Yes, and the first of these topics that we're going to talk about is the environment. The environment in an effective classroom when you walk in it's going to be inviting you know there is structure present people know how they're moving there when they drive their car they know that there's a stop sign here they know that there's a left turn here a right turn there they are confident in their movements within the classroom and where and what they can do another thing for the successful effective classroom is There's plenty of student work present on the walls displaying the successes that all students have. Mm -hmm. And not just, you know, your brightest students, but every student has something to be proud of. Mm -hmm. And they're congratulated and encouraged on those successes. Another thing that is present in the effective environment of an effective classroom is there are educational motivations throughout the classroom. Hey, you can do it. You can do this. This is great. You know what I'm saying? We we can do all things. We believe. I believe in you. Whatever there is, those vocabulary walls, Mm -hmm. you know, um, science walls, science terms walls, those, all of those things are present. You know, math formulas on the wall, whatever your subject matter is, you have things on the walls that help the students when they come in, mm-hmm. they can look around and see learning that is already taking or is going to be taking place. Another thing in the effective classroom is your classroom design strategy. Let's talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. What is your classroom design strategy? That is an agape learning tools formula. We believe that you need to move the kids around at least once a month. There's a seating chart each for in every class in every effective classroom there's a seating chart where whether you're using a square design whether you're using a circle design for collaboration purposes this is what we want to do mm-hmm. we want to make sure that our students are able to interact the challenge what about the, the the students who are friends that is a challenge one month you'll have those students who you know their friends they talk well that's mm-hmm. the challenge that's how you present it to them hey this month this is going to be challenging for you we're going to we're going to try and meet these challenges you're tra- you're creating a competitive nature in your classroom where your students are effectively engaged in the learning process mm-hmm. and you're the leader of that in that effective classroom we also have in the effective classroom expectations Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again. In the effective classroom, expectations are visible as well as audible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's no problem to talk about those expectations once a week for the classroom that may be a little bit more uh, animated. You may have to say it once a week, twice a week, three times a week. Whatever it is that you have to do, those rules need to be visible for that child to be able to understand and start to understand and follow those rules. The next topic on the effective 
classroom is presentation. So in your presentation, you should have a personal dress code for yourself as the educational leader in that classroom. So your dress attire should say, it should speak to that, that you are, number one, you are an adult. So you are not dressed as the children are dressed, wearing leggings, wearing things that are inappropriate at school that even the school says that the students should not be wearing. So that's one thing. You definitely should be dressed like an adult. But more than that, you should be dressed like an educational leader because you are an educational leader in that classroom. You are leading your students and teaching them how to dress professionally so that when these students grow up, they can tell the difference. They, they even like it when we have at schools that, that one day that they get to dress up like a professional or dress like their profession. That is something that we want to model as educators for our students. Another thing is, is that in the effective classroom, you want to make sure that there is appropriate vocabulary, that you speak as an educator, that you speak and use vocabulary that is appropriate for the students, that you are not using vulgar language or language that's not appropriate, but you're using the language that students, you want students to gain and to be able to learn from you so that they will continue that same thing as they become adults. So you also want to make sure that you're using effective words, words that the students, they can learn from, they can act, apply to their vocabulary. So that's what you want them to learn. You also, in an effective classroom, want to not you don't want to deal with emotional responses. You want to be balanced in your emotions in your classroom. Don't allow yourself to get engaged in back and forth with students because you take control of that conversation and you let them know that I'm not going to go back and forth with you. This is what it is. This is how it's going to be. So you make your words, as they used to say back in the day, you know, I mean what I say and I say what I mean. And that's what you're going to do in your classroom. So there is no need for you to go back and forth with any student so you make sure that you do not relinquish your authority in the classroom by having emotional outbreaks emotional responses yelling that is not effective so you want to make sure that in your classroom you keep an even tone when you are dealing with student behaviors when you're talking to your students so that they know that you are in control well when you say that mm -hmm. I'm gonna take the opposite role and play role play the mm -hmm. student who is pushing you and challenging you mm -hmm. while you're trying to be professional. Make mm -hmm. sure that you understand the copy learning tools. We are providing, you know, examples of how we think that an effective classroom looks. But mm -hmm. of course, there are challenges that are involved. Yes. And so you definitely have to understand that you have to face those challenges with confidence. Yes. And that is where your presentation is. Mm -hmm. It's not to, to dismiss a student. It's to understand a student where they're at. Yes. And then get them to recover and explore something different. Mm -hmm. We know that we are all, each and every student, every teacher, we know that we are all set and examples of our environment. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that you have to make sure is that you're an open book to learning new and inventive ways to help your clientele. The next topic in the effective classroom is instruction. So when you walk in an effective classroom, you're going to see a teacher who is confident in their subject matter, learned in their subject matter. Mm -hmm. 
they understand it and they know which direction they want to take their students as they teach that subject matter. You will always see lesson plans available for the parent, for the educational leader, for the student, readily available that they can follow and understand this is what we're going to learn from during this assignment. These are the things that we're going to learn. So the student, the teacher, and the parent, the community will know exactly this is what's going on in my classroom. You'll see differentiation. You'll see the student that is moving along at a, a different pace than your student that is moving at a faster pace. You will see them all intertwining and collaborating with one another mm -hmm. and moving together towards a common goal in that learning process. That is very important, and how do we get there? Those are things that we'll talk about at a later date, but that is what you wanna see mm -hmm. in an effective classroom. And then most importantly with instruction, I gotta be fired up about learning, mm -hmm. about loving learning. I gotta be pumped up, more excited. If I gotta do the wave, mm -hmm. oh, whoa, we about <laughs> to do Romeo, oh, here we go. My kids are gonna have fun and be excited about the subject matter because their educational leader in that classroom is going to be excited. Mm -hmm. And of course you're gonna have students who are like, ah, oh, Mr. Boyd is crazy, ah, oh, you know, I don't feel like doing that, okay. And they get to choose that. But what they don't get to do is destroy the learning environment. They get to sit there and watch this TV show that is about learning. That's what we're gonna see in the effective classroom. The fourth and the last part of the effective classroom that we're gonna share is about the classroom relationships, the relationship between the teacher and the student. There should be a relationship between the teacher and the student where their student, that student should be able to talk to that teacher pretty much about anything. They should be able to conversate. They should be able to talk about educational topics, things that pertain to their education. They should be able to make suggestions. They should not feel intimidated by their teacher in any kind of way, but they should have a knowledge. The teacher should have a knowledge of who their students are outside of school. Sometimes you may even go to events outside of school for your students. Maybe you might go to a piano recital or go to a band concert whichever way, but that all builds relationship between the teacher and the student. So that way you have more than just a classroom relationship with your students. Also, there in the relationship area, the teacher should show that they care, that this is not just a job. They definitely care about their students. If their student is out for a day or, or a day or two, and you should be concerned about what, hey, are you okay? Is everything okay at home? Okay, and you are not prying to get into their business, but you're just concerned about them, and they know that because you ask about them. When you're walking in the hallway, you're just talking to your students. Hey, what can I do for you? You know, how's it going? You know, I heard that, you know, there was a house fire that, you know, you guys experienced. Is there anything that we can do and take care of for you? We can talk to the school supervisors and talk to people about doing something for that. There are so many ways you can get to know your students and get build that relationship with them so that they know and show that you care about their day-to-day -day thing. Also, you should have a relationship with your parents. 
You should have a relationship with your parents from the very beginning. The first call should not be a call about misbehavior of their student. You should be calling them at the beginning of the year to introduce who you are and what you will be teaching for that year, as well as send out an email welcoming your students to the classroom, telling the parents how they can be involved in your chi their child's education and how you all can partner together to do what is best for their student. So when you have students that are high ability, that are you know your EL students, you wanna get to know those parents well so that you can talk to them about different strategies that not only are you gonna use, but that you can make suggestions for them to use at home to help the student because it's all about the students when it's all said and done. To reiterate our topic for the effective classroom, mm -hmm. you just gotta care. You gotta give them agape love. Mm -hmm. That's what you have to do. And then you watch your students soar. You watch your learning environment soar. And that's what we're here to do. So if there's any other questions or concerns that you have, please continue to watch Agape Learning Tools podcast. Also, put it in the comments or in the chat, any questions or concerns that you might have. Thank you for joining us on Agape Learning Tools podcast. Today we were talking about the effective classroom. So we want you to give us comments, feedback on what you thought about this episode. If there's anything that we should have added, put it in the comments. So as you see, we are already, we're on YouTube. We are on Spotify. We are also on Apple Podcasts and Anchor. So tune in to our next episode. We look forward to seeing you. Bye. Agape Learning Tools podcast is sponsored by Creating New Paths in Parenting. Parents, are you ready to learn how to raise that 21st century child? Well, this nonfiction book is a guide for you to raise successful 21st century kids. In this book, author Janae McKnight shares stories, tips, and facts for parents. So get your ebook or your paperback copy today at Amazon.com on sale for a limited time.